Hey guys and gals, welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today I'm talking about the marvelous pigness of humans. Lessons learned from the farm. You know, that's, that's kind of a play of words on Joel Salatin's book, The Marvelous Pigness of Pigs, but I was talking with a, a friend of mine last week, and somehow it came up uh, about the marvelous pigness of humans. And I'll get into that. No worries. I mean, I'm not calling people pigs. Like, we're not talking about the way humans are like pigs as in when you see them lined up at the uh, trough at a golden corral or something. It's a good thing. We'll talk about that in just a bit. Before we get into that, though, this is your friendly reminder to, whenever you get the chance, make sure you take time for family. I had a an extended family reunion this past weekend, and last year when, when it came up, I set my intentions to go. And then as it got closer and I'm building my house, you know, staying busy all the time, I decided that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go take the time off, spend the money at the resort where they were having their reunion. I was just going to stay home and work on my house. Well, Saturday morning, the second day of the reunion came along and my aunt starts sending out photos and videos on the big family chat and I'm seeing all these people that I haven't seen in years and it looks like they're having lots of fun and I'd love to see them well my wife and I about eight o'clock Saturday morning decided to drive four hours to the reunion and spend a few hours there and we ended up being there the whole day spending the night there actually and I had a really great time and (laughs) I just it, it reminded me to always take the time to visit with people that you love. Go see the people that you haven't seen in years. Take time for people. For me, family is super important. And I have to put my money where my mouth is saying that because, you know, I, I love family, but I often don't take the time or don't make the time to go spend time with them when it's available. So this is just a reminder to you from me and to me as well to take time for family. Anyway, let's jump right into the main topic of the show, the marvelous pigness of humans, lesson learned from the farm. So I've always I've always compared people at a golden corral to a herd of pigs at the feeding trough. And and you can totally see it when they bring out that big fresh steak or put the fresh uh, dessert out or something like that, you see the, the horde of people descend upon it, just like when you throw out feed to pigs. But there's a lot of different ways that, uh, and a lot more better ways that we can use the the picture of pigs and compare that to our interactions and our relationships with humans, not just the actions of pigs versus the actions of humans. Sorry if you like Golden Corral. More power to you. It's not my thing. I can't help that visualization. I'm sorry if I ruined that for you. But let's jump right into what I mean. So last week, my wife and I needed to move the pigs because where they've been for the last several months is where our garden typically is. And it's 
time to start preparing that to for planting because the weather's warming up and it, it's time to get things in the ground. It's in the low 40s this morning, so it's, we're not planting a whole lot just yet. More more cold hardy stuff, but we're not getting corn and tomatoes and peppers and stuff like that out. That's an, that's another month away. But in moving the pigs, the the fences that we keep them in are just two or three strand electric fence. And I use the, it's kind of a braided rope with the wire in it. And we electrify that with a little solar fence charger. The pigs do not like getting zapped, but pigs are notorious for testing their boundaries. They test it constantly. Almost every day, multiple of them test it and get zapped. So you have to keep that fence hot or they'll be gone. They'll get out. They'll, they'll wander everywhere and eat all the things you don't want them to eat. Well, I've, we've got four adult pigs and we've got five babies that are just a couple of months old. The adults have been moved around multiple times in their life because they're just over a year old, maybe 15 months. I don't know, somewhere in there. The babies are just a couple of months. Like I said, they have never been moved. They were born in that pasture and they have lived in that pasture their whole life. They've never been moved. So the adults, having been moved, know how the process works. I go out, I put up a new fence, a new pasture area, which in this case was in the woods this time. And then I make a trail out of a more electric fence from their current pen to their new pen, and I just create an arch in the fence by putting a fence post up under it so that they can squeeze under it without getting zapped. The adults know this. They know what to look for. They're a little bit hesitant when they come up to the boundary because if you've ever seen a pig pen, they root all around the edge, and there's like a foot-tall ledge right there so they know where there's a clear boundary not only that it's just raw dirt in their pen and then there's grass on the outside but the adult pigs know like when there's an arch in the fence when they can get out that means good things on the other side and i often use feed to lure them out as well but at this point because they've done this process before they're pretty easy to move they when they see that opening in the fence and they see me there with the bucket of feed, they just walk right through without many worries. Walk through the little corral, kind of wander around checking things out into the new pasture. The baby pigs had never moved before and I couldn't convince them to come out. Like I had the feed there. They'd come right up to the edge. They saw the adult pigs crossing through there and they wanted to follow them, but they were afraid of that boundary because they've gotten zapped before they've gotten burned as humans. So often when, when we push on a boundary and we get zapped or burned or we get beat down, you know, we tend to not go back to that place. We tend to stay away from there because we don't want the pain. We don't like that. Pigs are the same way. They don't like pain. And when they feel pain, they know to not go back, even though they continually test it. But these baby pigs, they were like, this is known. This is familiar. I, I like my dirt. This is all I've ever known in life. I'm comfortable here. I kind of want what's out there, but I'm afraid to make the change. I'm afraid to push that boundary because 
My parents said I'll get zapped if I do. Everybody, my aunts, my uncles have told me I can't do that because of the terrible pain that will happen if I try something different. If I push that boundary, if I step across the line, if I don't stay with what's been given to me. Like I have this awesome pasture. It's great here. I love my life. I get fed here all the time. Sure, I could use more grass. I've rooted up every square inch of this place a dozen times. But if I change, you know, it's scary and unknown out there. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Now, you're probably asking, Ken, are you talking about humans or are you talking about the baby pigs? I'm talking about both. You know, we as humans do that same thing. When we're used to a boundary and we get close to that boundary and we get zapped just a little bit, it's like, ooh, okay, let's, let's try something else. When in reality, as in the case with the baby pigs, so often if we push through that pain just a little bit, we'd find the freedom that we're looking for. We would find everything that we're seeking. If we'd push through the pain, if we would push on the boundaries just a bit, if we would not be afraid to cross that line that we've run up against so many times in the past. When those, when the pigs, the little piglets wouldn't cross the line, I said, okay, well, I'll try to drive them through. I couldn't lure them through with the feed, even though they wanted the feed, they wanted the grass, they wanted to be with the adults. So I said, well, I'll put the feed out there where they can see it about five feet away on the other side of the boundary, and then I'll circle around behind them and, and try to drive them. Well, if you know pigs, they too are like humans in that they don't like being driven. They don't like being coerced into something. They don't like being forced into something. They turn and look at the danger. And me coming up behind them, trying to drive them through, was danger. So they faced the danger and tried to go away from where I was driving them to. We as humans are the same way. I don't like being driven into a place. I don't like being forced into something. I like to make my own decisions and go there when I want to go there. Pigs are the same way. I tried for about 10 minutes to drive them through that little opening and they would just scatter every time. So I finally just had to walk away, give them a few hours, let them run around their pasture, let them check out the boundary again, let them look in at the, at the adults, at their aunts and uncles, and see the good things that were on the other side of the boundary and let them test it for themselves and let them wander across for themselves. Let them try this new thing in life for themselves. I couldn't push them into it, but I could make a way for them. I could open the gate for them, put something enticing on the other side to encourage them to try it and then let them make their own decision. That's how we have to approach humans as well. When we're selling a product, when we are selling a service, whatever that is, if it's something that nobody's ever used before, or if it's an unknown or a new company that they're dealing with, they don't want to be coerced. They want to be lured in. They, you have to put out the, the feed, as it were, Draw them in and let them make their own decision. 
People don't like to be pushed. If they get pushed, they resent. And like pigs, they scatter. Another way that we as humans can learn from the pig is you may have heard of a thing called shiny object syndrome. Now, when I feed the pigs, they they know what's happening. I'm on one side of the fence with a bucket of feed, and they're right on the other side of the fence. I can't toss it out there because they dive under it, and it lands on top of all of them. So I have to try to walk down the fence line and toss the feed in so that they can eat it off the ground. Well, they stay right on the other side of the fence from me. I, I hardly have an area to throw the feed. So what I have to do is step across the fence into their pen and shake the feed out on the ground. And I can make a line of feed, and then I go grab another bucket, and I can go make another line of feed. And these pigs, every little new drop of feed that falls on the ground, they they go check that out. Like, okay, they're diving into that. Here, I'm going to go get this feed. That looks great. I want this feed. Yes. And then they go to the new line of feed, and then they nibble a little bit, wander back and forth to the different lines of feed. We as humans do the same thing. We call it shiny object syndrome. It's like, ooh, hey, there's this new technology. I'm going to go try that out. Ooh, there's this awesome new thing. I, I should have that. I need that. I want it. I need it. Oh, baby, oh, baby. If you've ever watched um, 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> we as humans are the same as pigs. All the way from the feed trough to the testing boundaries, to the afraid to try new things, to the shiny object syndrome. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to ruin your day, but we as humans are very similar to pigs. Fortunately, fortunately, we have opposable thumbs and we can build houses and we can make showers and we can make clothes and we can do all of those things. So in that, we're far better than pigs in that areas, but we still have the same tendencies as pigs. Didn't mean to ruin your day. Lessons learned from the farm. Do good work.